Welcome to Actor and Actress Spotlight, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for looking at different actors and actresses in the world of entertainment. I'm your host Matthew, this is episode 8, the previous episode was with Jim McCary, um, and of course we've done 7 other, actually we've done more than 7 because sometimes we did uh, double um, in uh, double choice of, of people in the previous episodes, uh, but today for the 8th episode of the Actor Actress Spotlight podcast. We're going to be talking, or I'm going to be talking about John Boyega. He won the vote on Twitter. I did put that out, and the options, if I remember them myself, Chris Pratt, John Boyega, Millie Bobby Brown, and I think I put Kristen Bell in there as well. But uh, John Boyega won the vote. Uh, Chris Pratt was the only other person that got a vote as well. Um, I'm going to be using that in the in the future as well, picking four different... Uh, I'll try and pick two actresses and two actors as well to kind of make it even and whatnot. But, John Boyega, uh, let's get into a bit of information about him. He was born on the 17th of March, 1992, so he's 28 years old, which is only two years older than me, so um, that's interesting. was born in uh, Peckham, London, which is... I live in London as well, so uh, that's fairly close to me. Um, height, 1.75 metres, not that that's particularly relevant, but um, TV shows, uh, it's got, I'll, I'll get more into his TV shows and, and, and films that he's been in, but I'll just quickly read the ones listed here. You've got Small Axe, uh, Watership Down, Star Wars Forces of Destiny, The Shorts, and then there's more. Um, his parents, Samson and Abigail, um, education, he went to South Thames College and then Westminster City School. And then listed as more there. So there's just a bit of basic information about him. Doesn't have a uh, spouse or a partner listed. So um don't know if he's single I suppose then. Um, I, don't, I don't know if you have to be like married to have that registered on Google. Because that's what I'm looking up. Because he could have a girlfriend or a boyfriend. Um, and it might just not be listed here. So uh, there, there's a bit of basic information about John Boyega himself. Uh, let's get into, yeah, just my, my opinion on him, I suppose, as well, which is what I'm here to talk about, and then I'll get into, of course, his TV and film career itself. Uh, I think John Boyega's a great actor. I remember the first time I saw him, I think, was in Attack the Block, uh, which was in, um, 2011, so almost 10 years ago, and, uh, it's interesting the way his career has gone, because I remember at the time... Um, I think there's a certain part in the film where he holds a sword and he's cutting the enemies. I can't remember what they are. The film was nine years ago and I haven't seen it since. Um, and he was cutting them and he was jumping through and it was all kind of slow motion and cool and stuff. And I remember everyone saying at the time, hey, this guy could be a good uh, Jedi, you know, lightsabers and all that. And then several years later in, in 20, I think it was 2017, wasn't it? Um... Uh, it's only got two Star Wars films listed here for some reason. I think it was in 2017, The uh, Force Awakens. He is uh, given a lightsaber. So uh, I guess that came true, which was great as well. We'll talk about the um, troubled history between him, Disney, and Star Wars in, in a little bit, I suppose. But uh, yeah, that was a good way to kind of kick his career off. Uh, at, le- at least for me, um, that was the first film I remember kind of seeing him in. And... Uh, I just remember at the time everyone was like, oh, he could be a really good Jedi. And then he ended up in the new Star Wars trilogy, which, yes, I know a lot of people really didn't really didn't like. Uh, a lot of people hated. Some people really liked. Some people loved them. Um, I liked them. I thought they were fairly good films. Um, 
But uh, that's a bit of a different discussion for a, for a different time. We do need to possibly rank the Star Wars films at some point. But uh, I think David needs to be involved in that as well. Um, but yeah, I think he's a great actor. I'm looking forward to the future of his career. And uh, I suppose I should get into it now actually. It uh, doesn't really look like his future is going to be with Star Wars. Or with... Um, uh, with with Disney necessarily, um, because I remember when I think it was I think it got started when well there's been a lot of comments released from him about just the whole treatment around him and uh, some other things that happened with the, with this new trilogy. Now one of the first things I remember is I think the Star Wars I can't remember which, for which film it was. I think it was for the third one, which is Rise of Skywalker. Uh, it was either for that one or maybe the second one, uh, Last Jedi. Um, and for the Chinese or the the poster for China that was released for the you know to promote Star Wars. Not that you really need to promote Star Wars, but nonetheless, um, people still need to know when it's coming out and whatever. And his character was like pushed to the side a little bit for the poster. Now I've taken a glance at the poster itself, and he was kind of moved to the side a little bit. Now. When you've got the new trilogy that focuses on Ray, I think it's is it Poe played by um, uh, that was Oscar Isaac, wasn't it? Yeah, the guy who's just been cast as Moon Knight. Yeah, and then of course uh, Daisy Ridley as um as Ray herself, John Boyega as Finn, and then Oscar Isaac as um as uh, Poe, the uh, Poe po Dameron, wasn't it? I think the the pilot, the the new pilot and stuff. Um, those need to be your three front runner characters and he was pushed to the side a little bit for the poster and that wasn't uh, very nice of course um so that was that was kind of the start of things now there's two other things that happened as well involving with him and star wars um one of the things that was said was again i think this was for the third film that some of his story some of i think it was his and rose's story um got like cut short or some of it got cut out a little bit or or like a large portion of it. It, got, it got changed in some way shape or form and uh, I remember him saying about you know he was upset with that and that wasn't particularly great so that just kind of continued the train of that as well I still maintain and I haven't had an answer given to me about this why you have J.J. Abrams doing episode 7 Ryan Johnson doing the middle of a trilogy with episode 8 and then you go back to J.J. Abrams for uh, episode 9 it just I mean I don't know too much still about Ryan Johnson he did that Knives Out film yeah that was this year wasn't it um what was that last year no that was last year yeah, it was on my best of uh, 2019 list um I don't know particularly too much about Ryan Johnson, but why you why I still haven't found out an answer as to why that was changed. Now my guess is that that was one of the reasons that to say things didn't really work out so much with the with this new trilogy of Star Wars, um, which makes sense to me because if you're gonna if you're gonna do a trilogy of films, you have you you need to really have the same director for all three, and especially for the middle of the story. And a bunch of stuff was changed and JJ just had kind of an impossible task to please everybody with episode 9. I mean that was never going to happen anyway. Um, but yeah why you have a different person directing the middle film or any of the three films. doesn't matter if it's, if it's the first, second or third. Um, I suppose the middle's a big impact you know the, the middle part of your story. Uh, so yeah that makes sense as to why that was, that was sort of cut short or changed. And uh, I sympathise with uh, both 
John Boyega and the actress that played, I think, and I think it was Rose, the, the other character that got her story changed, um, or sort of cut short or whatever. So that made sense as well. And then the other comment that was made by him is, I think, I think this was when the third film had kind of come and gone. Yeah, I think it maybe late last year, early this year, because it came out in December, didn't it? Uh, Rise of Skywalker, and he was like, I just, I don't really want to be in any of this Disney Plus, Star Wars stuff. Um, I think, uh, I think Daisy Ridley said something similar as well. I, can't, I don't know what Oscar Isaac said about um, uh, playing, portraying uh, Poe again, but he's going to be Moon Knight on Disney Plus anyway, uh, which is which is kind of cool. Um, but yeah, him just him just sort of. It didn't go very well for him, this whole Star Wars um, trilogy thing. And I, I sympathise with him, you know, he got pushed to the side. But both in the story, again, I think due to the... I don't know if that's a Disney thing, it could be. Um, but, you know, due to the, the change in directors and probably some, some mistakes from Disney there as well. Um, about him having a story change and then him being pushed to the side on the uh, poster for China. And China's a huge, huge market for uh, for films as well. Um, I remember when uh, Toy Story 4 came out last year, and it was flo- floating around 900 million, and then it got a late release, a slightly later release in China, and then it just pushed immediately past a billion, which was which was great as well. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a very very big audience for films uh, in China, and for the poster for that, and you know his, you know the character that he personally played and everything's getting pushed to the side it all makes sense to me you know the reasons why he would be um reasons why he would just be like okay you know what i did this trilogy it didn't go great for me i was pushed to the side my character had his story kind of changed and whatnot and like yeah this this disney plus opportunity you know there's a big future there you know he's got 60 million subscribers or whatever for disney plus but he just kind of wants to move on and i i, I totally get that um so that that makes sense and everything uh, and i kind of feel a little bit i mean you know he was in star wars that was that was great as well but it just didn't quite go the way that uh it should have which i think is um a bit of a disappointment for him as well so totally makes sense um but yeah in the future i think he could play i i, I wonder because he's obviously upset with disney themselves because they're the you know, overlorded this whole thing. They're the, they are the ones in charge of Star Wars, and I don't I don't know how much control Disney had over that Chinese or over the China poster or whatever. They certainly would have had control over who directs the middle of the trilogy because they own the the damn franchise. Um, I do wonder if Disney approached him now and said, "Okay, could you play a Marvel?" Yeah, like one of the one of the I don't know which X Men, but one of the X Men or one of the Fantastic Four or, or someone like that. I'm just thinking of future potential characters. Um, he could have even played a young Blade, maybe. Um, but of course we got uh, Mahershala Ali doing that at some point in the future. I do just wonder though. There's there's a few opportunities there, and there's going to be a lot of Disney Plus series that are that are coming out. Um, for for Marvel, I wonder if he would go back to Disney, but to do Marvel stuff instead because fair enough you're done with star wars you know you did the three films anyway you just his story was concluded so there's not like there's a ton more for him to do anyway um but i do wonder if he'd be if he'd be up for that um or maybe even like would he do voice acting for disney or pixar films um or something else or being like one of the uh live action remakes maybe would, would he would he do something like that i just kind of wonder where he's at in terms of working with disney again because you know, if you want to work on something Star Wars, Marvel, Fox, um, 
or any of the multiple franchises that Disney owns, you're going to be working with them as well as, um, you know, the, the, the separate franchise itself. So we shall see. Uh, but let's get a bit more into... So that's pretty much my thoughts on the whole Star Wars saga, I suppose, um, as well. Let's go to his filmography. There it is. That's what the one that I was looking for. Attack the Block, which I mentioned. Um, and then I'm just going to list the films that I have and haven't seen him in that he's in. So Junk Hearts, haven't seen him in that. Uh, that is also a 2011 film. 2013, Half of a Yellow Sun. Uh, haven't seen that. Imperial Dreams, 2014. 2015, Star Wars, The Force. Wow, was that 2015? Wow, I thought it was 2017 and then... No, it wouldn't have been 2017, 18, and then 19. 2017 must have been when uh, Last Jedi, Je- Jedi was released. Because I, I think it wasn't there two years between each film. And then, of course, you had Rogue One and you had Solo. And you had... Um, yeah, those were the two sort of in-between films, weren't they? Uh, but yeah, Star Wars Force Awakens, of course, we just talk- I just talked about his whole Star Wars thing. I can't believe that was in 2015. Uh, the Circle... As well, um, I have seen a film called The Circle, which is on Netflix. I don't think that's the same one, though. That's a 2017 film. Uh, Detroit, which I heard some good things about. haven't seen that. Um, so there's that as well. And then you've got Last Jedi, 2017. So, yeah, 2015, 17, and then 19. So, yeah, it must have had Rogue One and Solo in between those two. Uh, just talked about his Star Wars stuff, obviously. So, Circle, Detroit, uh, Star Wars Last Jedi, and then uh, Pacific Rim... Uprising, which I think Robert did a review of last year, one of his uh, random rental reviews that he uh, he he does and stuff. Uh, Pacific Rim, that's uh, so Pacific Rim. That's not really. I, I'm. I mean, tra- Transformers for me killed my interest in sort of mechs, the the you know big mechanical robots and. Any of them sort of things like, you know, Transformers and uh, all the other ones that, that are out there. Uh, Pacific Rim kind of has that as well. I just don't care for big robots beating each other up, <laughs> you know. Uh, especially with, I can't remember which one was the last one that I watched with uh, Transformers. But it was just like two hours of explosions and stuff. Explosions and stuff. That that's that's my very mini review of what whatever uh, was the last Transformers film that I watched. It was, I think it was the first Mark Wahlberg one because they changed both of the actors, didn't they? They changed. They took Megan Fox out and they took um, I can't remember the the main guys. Um, I can't remember his name. The 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 other the main actor begins with S, doesn't it? Is his name. Uh, they took both of them out, and then they put... I can't, mem- I can't remember the actress that they put in. They put her in, and then they put Mark Wahlberg in. I think I watched one of them, and then I, I just stopped. But uh, anyway, Pacific Rim Uprising. I think that's... <clears throat> not sure if that's the first one or the sequel, but I think that there might be two of those. Um, again, that could be a good film. Robert did tell me some good stuff about it. I did, well, I obviously read the review that he did, because I edited it and then put it together on the website. Um, might be a good film. I just don't care for big robots beating each other up, whatever the the particular context. Um, I don't even. I'm not even really a fan of things like the Hulkbuster armor. I don't know. It's just, yeah, 
I don't know, that, that sort of big destruction storytelling is just... It's a bit boring to me. But anyway, uh, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker was 2019 as well. Uh, and in Naked Singularity 2020. I don't know if that's actually come out. Uh, oh, it says it's in post-production. Um, so, yeah, his character name is to be announced. So I don't know anything about that. Hey there, I'm Aaron Holman, host of Eye to Eye, a weekly podcast talk show all about passion. I have this passion and this fire within me that burns brighter than the fire around me. Hello. With performing, there's always a story to tell, whether it's my own or not. And creativity. I go, he's more than cute, he's creative. All with an LGBT twist. Make sure to check out Eye to Eye, that's E-Y-E, number two, letter I. And rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in today. I'm Christy. And I'm Jackie. And we are Killer Fun. We explore the intersection of crime and entertainment every other week. For as long as people have been communicating, they have been talking about who did what to whom, and is that socially acceptable? Because the boundaries of society, crime, and entertainment have always gone hand in hand. The more salacious, the weird, the better. From books and movies, to television shows and games, we look at how life and art imitate and inform one another. And we can't get together and not laugh. So let's face it. There's going to be laughing. <laughs> Killer Fun is available anywhere you listen to podcasts. So join us. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Gualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier. That gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review, which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, let's move on to television. You've got, so 2011, so rewinding a little bit, The Brick, where he played the role of Donnie uh, in the pilot. Uh, Becoming Human, he was in four episodes of 2011. He was in Law and Order UK, I didn't know that, played as someone called Jamal. Uh, episode called Survivor's Guilt. My Murderer 2012. Uh, the Whale. Um, 2013, played as William. He was in 24 Live Another Day. Was he? Well, I guess he was. Um, Bill Mc just Bill Mook it's got listed uh, 10 episodes as the voice I'm going to have to go and look up a clip of that because I can't remember gosh that was in 2014 I haven't seen Jack Bauer on my screen for 6 years that's that's painful um, but yeah 2014 2411 another day um, oh no sorry I read the wrong thing Chris Tanner for 4 episodes I was reading the next thing which is Ma- Major Laser as Bill Mook uh, for the voice so yeah 2411 another day Chris Tanner for 4 episodes 
I don't remember John Boyega in 24 at all. So, yeah, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to look that up and see what that character was about. 2015 Saturday Night Live uh as himself a segment from Star Wars The Force Awakens screen test. Of course that's kind of a skit show, so uh you got that as well. Uh Tinker, Shrimp and Dutch, uh, Dutch voice for five episodes. Star Wars Forces of Destiny, which is on Disney Plus. Not a Disney Plus show, but it is on Disney Plus, I think. Uh, as Finn for two episodes. Watership Down, uh, Bigwig for the voice for four episodes. Seren Jetty uh, as the narrator for a documentary series. And then Small Axe, Leroy Logan, which is a mini series in post production as well. And then he's done a bunch of stage acting for Othello and Wojcik, uh for 2010 and 2017. 2017, excuse me. Um, and then video games, Star Wars stuff, uh, theme, park, theme park attractions, Star Wars stuff. Uh, so on the Star Wars theme parks attractions. 2015 Star Wars Star Tours sorry the adventures continue Finn scene added for seasonal scene added for seasonal season of the force promotion whatever that is 2019 the rise of uh, resistance at Hollywood Studios and then it's just got Disneyland for 2020 because that, that thing is still there so yeah here's a time with with Disney and Star Wars maybe over um, but we will see what he does in the future. I'd like to see him... I don't know. What would I like to see him do next? I mean, he's very, very good at action. You know, in, in Attack the Block, where I first saw him, in everything that he did in Star Wars, with all the action scenes there, he did a very good job. Um, he could have been quite a good young Blade, couldn't he? But uh, I guess that role has, has been taken. Hey, who knows, maybe if the... Um, uh, once they do the story with Blade, whatever they're going to do, maybe at some point in the future. I mean, he'll, he'll be a lot older by that point. I was going to say, if there's a Marvel reboot in the future, which we're going to be very, very far away from, he could do a young uh, version of Blade. That would be so fitting for him, wouldn't it? Um, so, that's uh, it's a bit of a missed opportunity there, but uh, Mahershala, Mahershala Ali is going to do a very, very good job there as well. So... Um, but yeah, something action-related, not in a mech suit. I don't particularly care too much for that. Uh, but uh, he's got my support going forward. He's a very, very good young actor. He's only two years older than me. And uh be very exciting to see what he does next with his career. But what do you think of John Boyega? What do you think of the whole, literally, the Star Wars saga uh, with the China poster and his character having his story cut down and him not wanting to be involved with Disney Plus series and all that sort of thing? Um, let me know what you think of everything I've mentioned for John Boyega. What do you think of mech storytelling and the P uh, Pacific Rim Uprising and Transformers and everything else that I've mentioned in this podcast as well? Uh, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK, there's a contact page and information in your show notes as well. Thank you very much for listening. If you like what you have heard today and you want to support more of it, uh, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org. Uh, if you want to support the podcast as well, um, of course you can listen to other podcasts that we've got on the website and on the iTunes feeds. Um, but there's other options available as well. Patreon, we are on there, the $1 and $3 level tiers. For instant, ad-free podcast and review options. Amazon affiliate link if you're buying stuff on Amazon, maybe that Christmas shopping, uh, which I'm going to start with um, some point soon as well. Uh, either for that or treating yourself or both, whatever the occasion may be. Uh, we can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you extra on the uh, Amazon affiliate link. iTunes feeds and podcast services, if you search for Entertainment Talk on those and get subscribed to us. If we're not on your favourite podcast platform, 
or your one of choice, uh, please let us know and we'll look into that. Um, the David runs Geek Town. You can, of course, find that if you go to geektown.co.uk. And if you look for Geek Town on uh, podcast services, get yourself subscribed to that as well for your up-to-date, reliable TV and film news. Uh, Geek Town Radio episodes on Tuesdays. There should be a new episode available later today, so have a look out for that as well. Uh, Bex is streaming daily at the moment. At the moment, sorry, over on Twitch. If you search for Trista Bytes, Trista B Y T E S on Twitch, go and follow her um, on there for daily streams of gaming and fun chatter and all sorts of other cool stuff as well. And that sort of thing. Uh, word of mouth, you can simply tell people that you know about Entertainment Talk, Trista Bites, and Geek Town. Uh, social media, you can do the same thing. Share them on Facebook and Twitter, and if you can, in different Facebook groups. And of course, look out for Let's Play Sunday episodes on Sundays. Thanks for listening, and I will see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>